The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So hello everyone and coming to the fifth of these five talks. For those of you who looked for them in <clears throat> the recordings, this week the talks are called uh, Hindrances and Assistances. Um, the things that hinder us, the things that assist us in this life. And I'm looking at these things that... Um, um, categories of ways of being which can either go in a hindering way or a assisting way, a positive way. So desires can hinder and uh, desires can help free us, can move us in good directions. Averting can take the form of hostility and aversion, but averting can also be turning away in a healthy way, an appropriate way, stepping away that um, <clears throat> being um, um, freezing and sloth, torpor, going numb, um, is a version of being still. But the hindering one <clears throat> is also the, the stillness which is clarifying, creates clarity and presence. There is... Uh, at being animated, the energies of our life that can lead to restlessness and preoccupation in thoughts and regrets. And there's also the way of being animated that comes from a deeper place that suffuses us with a sense of wonderful vitality. And today, the hindrance, um, well, maybe the kind of category is not knowing. And not knowing can take the form of confusion, doubt, indecisiveness, and uncertainty. And people get caught up in these and um, make all kinds of bad decisions because of their doubt, or they make no decision at all because of their indecisiveness and they're kind of caught. But the positive side of this is, um, is uh, a certain confidence, decisiveness, that doesn't have to know anything. It can be, a, I like to, a, sometimes we don't know, and the not knowing leads to doubt, or the not knowing can be held in confidence. One can know clearly, I don't know. But we say that not collapsing, and not getting agitated, not feeling ashamed, but rather, uh, we take a posture of confidence. If you're standing, to stand with both feet firmly on the ground, standing tall, and <clears throat> and just kind of as if it's completely fine not to know, and just announce even to the whole world, I don't know. And uh, almost as if uh, people will be inspired that it's possible to be alive and confident and breathing and not to know. So uh, a person is, has no doubts that, they're conf- that they don't know. They know they don't know, not confused about it. They're not uncertain about it. And they're not, 
there's no lack of confidence in not knowing. There's a confidence in not knowing. Def- definitively, I don't know. And there's some real value in that kind of clarity because then we don't give up our confidence. We can stay in our place of strength. And in a sense, we stand tall and then we can look around from that place and see much better. We can understand, start understanding what is happening in small degrees. But if we succumb to doubt and confusion and decisiveness and and um, <clears throat> and kind of a doubt, so some kind of doubt is cynicism and skepticism that keeps us swirling in thoughts, keeps us from showing up in a confident way. And I'd like to suggest that confidence doesn't require us to understand or to make a decision. We can stand and confident and relaxed in whatever way we are in life. There's no reason not to. And so there's a kind of healthy not knowing the not knowing that maybe opens to possibilities where we're more available to the world to see clearly. And there's a kind of not knowing that leads to doubt and uncertainty and confusion and kind of spiraling out and feeling we have to know. And certainly there are times we have to make decisions in life. And um, <clears throat> so this being caught in indecisiveness is not so healthy. But to confidently assert, confidently recognize that I'm, I don't know what to do now. I'm being indecisive. I'm not making a decision. Just that confidence in making that statement, standing tall and confident, might, just might, uh, give you access to something, some other way of knowing, some other way of, of deciding than if we get caught in the trap of of, of uh, hindering doubt, the doubt that we kind of just um, agitatedly uncertain, agitatedly feeling lost and confused and, and um, uncertain what to do. The body being confident, the heart being confident, even if the mind doesn't know what to do, can be a guide and a support for finding some place inside that knows wisely what to do. <clears throat> so, um, so look for opportunities when you don't know, when you're not sure. And study yourself and see in your not sureness, you're not knowing. Do, do you somehow are, get influenced that in a certain way by that? That is depleting, lowers your energy, lowers your confidence. It's a little bit of a downer. Or can you step into not knowing as if it's almost like a, I don't know, like a room that you're stepping into. And yes, I'm in this room of not knowing, but to stand there confident. And this has a lot to do with where we identify ourselves. If we identify ourselves as the one who's confused, who doesn't know, who's uncertain, then we might not be able to find a way out easily. But if we don't know and if we're not certain, 
But we think of it just a room we're in or a situation we're in, and we identify, if we're going to identify with anything, to identify the one who can, who can do this postural confidence, who can stand clearly, definitively, I am here, I am present, no doubt about it, and do that with strength and confidence. Then the, uh, then, then the not knowing, the, maybe the, even the confusion of what to do, is not going to debilitate us the same way as if we identify with it if we see it as a personal uh, kind of fault or failure that we're that way. So one of the great possibilities of meditation is that to sit with some modicum of relaxed confidence in the midst of whatever storm is going on and whatever confusion is going on. So I offer this week as um, uh, the uh, kind of the background for this week or assumption is that um, when we feel challenges in our life, it's very easy to be swept up in the drama and the concerns and the trying to figure out and, and the difficulty of it. And sometimes, whether it's conscious or semi-conscious, unconscious or semi-conscious or even conscious, we can have strategies of trying to cope with it which are not helpful. And those are the five hindrances. And sometimes the five hindrances are used to try to escape so we don't have to face the challenge. Even restlessness and agitation and doubt sometimes is a running away. And sometimes it's safer to be caught in those than to feel like you're addressing it directly, what's going on. But to, 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 but to take the time to pause, to step back and ask the question, what is my strategy with this challenge? How am I responding to it? What's my relationship to it? What am I trying to do in relationship to it? What desires are part of it? What motivations are coming up? Simply to ask that question, begins to create some space, begins to create some independence, creates a little different ecology than if we're caught up in the challenge. And if we've learned something about being confident in some simple way, then that stepping away to ask this question, what is going on here for me? What am I doing? How am I responding? To ask that question from that place of confidence makes also, it changes the ecology in which we're working with. It's not easy to remember to be confident because the habit of succumbing, the habit of criticism or feeling kind of somehow identifying ourselves with all this is hard. But to switch this uh, where we get caught by just simply asking questions, pausing, stepping back, what's going on here? And then if there are the hindrances that are operating, remember that they, if you don't, don't necessarily throw away the baby with the bathwater, maybe the hindrances are connected, have a relationship to the other side, to a positive side. And see if you can swing the pendulum to the other side or evoke the other. So if there's a lot of sensual desire for addictive behavior, for for getting lost in comfort food or whatever, 
can you swing over and, and um, evoke your capacity for aspiration, your capacity for inspired desire for the good? If you're caught up in hostility and aversion, can you swing to the other side and say, you know, this is a difficult situation. Is there some way that I could step away now? Pause, either from the situation or from my own aversion. Maybe, maybe that's what I should step away from, avert myself so I can see more clearly. So, <clears throat> so and these positive aspiration, stepping away, um, being still for the sake of clarity, uh, finding a place to be animated that, from within that has a pleasure to it, that feels pleasant, not harmful, in the way that agitation or restlessness can be harmful. And to find a confident place of not knowing if that's what's going on. All these positive ways assist us. They work together, they support us. And to have these che- is almost as checklists that we go through can support this ability to step away from being uh, mired in the challenge. To do this in the small challenges of life so they become kind of uh, easier and easier, more familiar practices to do, then at some point you come to a big practice, big challenge, and you might have some healthy beneficial capacity to go through this in in a more clearer way. So now I have some announcements. So two of them. <clears throat> One is that um, uh, for the next few weeks, uh, we have guests coming for the Monday, this uh, YouTube teachings in the morning here. Uh, I'm going to be away. I'm going to teach a retreat and have a vacation with my wife. And then um, I come, when I come back from that, I go immediately to do another retreat at our retreat center. So I think it's about a month before I come back to be here and with you all. And um, I've invited the wonderful teachers to teach in my place. And, um, and uh, some of them you know, I think they've all, they've all been here before. And, um, and I'm delighted that they can come. And, if, and um, in this way, mutual, wonderful way of mutual support, if uh, you want to support them and their efforts to get up in the morning while they're here, that would be kind of inspiring for everyone. And, um, and so I'll continue when I come back with this series on challenges. I hope you find it useful. And, and, um, and, uh, and then the, the last uh, uh, announcement is that uh, the way that we post, uh, you know, uh, broadcast these, these on YouTube is that um, uh, when I'm not here, it's, it's people usually do it from their homes. And to do that, they have to, uh, we have to create a Zoom a, a room. And then through Zoom, there's a way of, of uh, transferring this, the, the broadcast over to YouTube so you can see it here. But we don't, not all the, some teachers know how to do it for themselves, but some don't. And so we have some dedicated volunteers here who've been helping with this, uh, setting up the, room, the Zoom room for the teachers and supporting them too so they can teach this way. But we need more. 
<clears throat> so if any of you would be interested in volunteering, learning what it would take to um, to do this task, I mean, it's a lot of these technology tasks are difficult until you learn them, and then they're easy. So to get a hang of it. And if you're interested in helping with that, you can be from anywhere in the world, uh, you can uh, email contact at insightmeditationcenter.org or you can go on the, gen- on the website and find the general kind of information um, email. And that'll be forwarded to Kevin and Kevin will contact you and, and um, probably train you or something. So thank you very much. And um, I appreciate this time with you all this week and and in that, uh, I do look forward to and happily to the chance to come back here in a month. And then we'll do our, we'll make some words at some point when I come back. It's close to the time of uh, our finishing our third year of doing this on YouTube. And, and for me, that's quite a wonderful anniversary and as we start our fourth year. Thank you. <laughs>